Did you miss me? Was I missing? I wasn't missing, but you probably gathered that, because if I was missing, how would I record? That's kind of silly, right? I mean, uh, yeah. I knew where I was. Some of you might have known where I was. Maybe some of you didn't. But, uh, yeah. Went camping, dropped the ball, couldn't record, and this is What the Pack, episode 44. Got some good things to talk about, because I hate talking about bad things. Bad things are dumb. Why would you talk about bad things? Because then, you know, it's easy. It just, you know, whatever. I'm here. It's now. Yeah. I'm here. I'm pretty sure I was missed. I know some people were like, maybe you should put, you know, gone for the weekend sign up. So then I, you know, that was my gone for the weekend thing. I should have done it sooner. I'm sorry. But I'm here now. I'm here to talk about some movies I watched. I can even talk about camping and uh, how much fun it was just to get away again because the weather's changing now and it's Saturday is supposed to hit freezing. So we're into those fun times, even though it's fall. The first day of October was kicking. It was so warm. It was crazy. I wasn't complaining. I was enjoying it, but it was weird going outside. And then you were like, man, I'm sweating just going up and down these stairs, and I'm not really out of shape. So yes, we did go camping. We took three days to venture back out to Greenwood Creek, which is a place that's easy for us to go to and take the dogs and not be bothered by a lot of people. And it's just peaceful out there. And cell coverage is pretty much next to nil. We have a booster that can pick up a signal every now and then. It's pretty much good for texting emailing, and any other little minor stuff, you know, kind of similar to back in the day when you had dial-up. So we pulled into our usual spot, thank goodness, because getting there takes about an hour and you want your spot to be open. And there was nobody else there, which was great, because there are approximately, I think, three or four other spots, and they're kind of scattered, which is nice. And then the next morning, uh, someone came, because you can hunt up there, which can be I'm not sure where they're hunting or what they're hunting or what season it is because I don't hunt. And, uh, yeah, I don't hunt. Anyway, <laughs> uh, he pulled up, dropped off his little camper, and then uh, when we took an afternoon hike, we went up to the area that we usually walk to with the dogs. And there is a nice little area to camp, but I've always wondered if our RV could make it up the hill, which usually it's kind of washed out and kind of risky, but the road's been fixed. so. I felt we could make it this time and we could camp at this other spot that we've been wanting to camp at. So, Allison held down the campsite, which I don't think you really need to do because nobody was really there, and I grabbed Willow and up the hill I went and parked her in that spot. What's cool about that spot, it's covered by trees, it's got a picnic table, a fire pit, and its own little outhouse so we don't have to use the one in the RV because, you know, dumping that thing is unpleasant. Dumping the poo. But an outhouse, a picnic table, shaded area that's big away from everybody, and sun where I could park the RV so we could collect some solar, which is amazing because I can keep everything charged up as far as the house batteries and the chassis battery because you don't want those dying. If your awning is out and the house batteries die, you can't go anywhere. You can't even reel it back in manually. I'm not, I tried, we ran into that problem once here, thankfully. But 
I could also test out the other 60 watt panel I had for the uh, Goal Zero Yeti 400 that we have, which is pretty cool because we use that in to charge things up in the uh, inside because, well, we don't have power and we have lights. And if you want to use the microwave, you have to crank on the generator. That's another story. But I just use camp stoves, cook outside because I don't feel like cooking inside. It's nice and easy and all of that but we got our spot and it also has better cell coverage so you don't need the booster as much up there which is cool there's another area but the hill gets a little steeper we might try another time but we really like the area i like it because it's got a lot of picturesque scenes that i can go do and it's a little different each time we go i really enjoy the waterfall that's there it's peaceful not a lot of people so you really get some disconnect time and I need that with my camera because there's times I don't get to just sit and fiddle with it and do some things that I'd like to do. It's hurry up, get the shot, move on, and, and so forth. So it's nice to sit with your gear. Plus, it helps you learn it and find out new things. And yeah, on a side note, the generator started one night just to warm up some water and then the next morning wouldn't start. So I have to look into that. But in the group I'm in, they've had troubles with these generators, which is odd. It's made by Cummins. It's supposed to be a really strong engine, so... Hopefully it's nothing major, and I can get that rolling again. It's nice to have backup power, people. And of course, I'm always packing way more gear than clothes. I figure you need... If you're going for three days, you take 12 pair of underwear. Just in case, you never know. Same with socks. Pants, you can get a few days out of those, so you only need usually like two pair, right? In case one gets wet, the other dry. Brought some shorts just in case. Always a couple pair of hoodie. You can never go wrong with a hoodie, ever. And of course, our self bag those sleeping bags that you climb into and you're like a puffy astronaut marshmallow person, which are cool. Extra shoes. You always need extra shoes. Got your Crocs and your boots, you know, but camera gear, I probably, I got a lot. I don't want to tell you because I don't want you to show up to the campsite and hold me up and take my gear. Don't do that. That's not cool. And of course you need your Chromebook, which I use for watching our shows because you can easily grab some Netflix on the download and watch those but what annoyed me was Amazon doesn't have an app for the Chromebook they have it for your phone which is great if you want to watch on your phone but nothing for the Chromebook yet annoying but then I thought I had a way around it hold that thought and of course my laptop in case I want to edit photos which actually I didn't bust out this time which is nice just wait till I got home I also have a hard drive with some digital media on that way if nothing works I have some backup shows we can watch so you should always have backup. Even if it's something you may not want to watch, you still have something to watch if you want to watch something. Because I'm not a big reader. You won't catch me really reading. Usually on my phone. It's easiest. So, yeah. So I thought I worked my way around it. Took the Chromecast with us just to plug in the TV and cast from my phone to the TV. Well, I should have studied up before I went. You need an internet connection for it to connect but you don't need an internet connection for it to work and silly me didn't uh, set that up before we left so I couldn't get that working because I wanted to watch Good Omens figured that was a good place to watch it so we didn't and I'll tell you about what we watched if you're curious do you want to know I can tell you I like sharing that stuff so let's talk about the movies we watched shall we Let's jump on in. Both feet. Hang tight. For years, I have had Henry Fool on my list to watch. Parker Posey's in it. 
I dig her. I think she's pretty cool. And this movie sounded interesting. And I think I found it because of its sequel. And Grimm. Faye Grimm is the sequel to it. I don't even remember what sparked interest in all of this. So anyway, because nothing would work, I had that. So we watched Henry Fool. I don't know if I can recommend it for everybody. It's a very interesting film. It feels independent. It came out in 06, I believe. I think maybe 97. I can't remember. I'm not going to look it up, but the notes will be in the show notes where you can go to to get all the informed information from the podcast. So Henry Fool, Parker Posey. It's it's weird. I don't know if I can really explain it. This writer shows up to town. There's a garbage man who just seems to be a garbage man, not doing much with his life. He writes a little bit. This writer is like, holy cow, this is amazing. And it just goes on. And it's a two hour and 17 minute movie. It feels like it's three freaking movies in one that you get the first one, the second, and the third. Like, you know, like you usually do triple, you know, because usually when they do a quad, it's not. You get what I'm saying. Anyway, it's it's interesting. And you got to really, if you're into that stuff, it's got some art to it. It's got some weirdness to it. And it ha- does have a couple familiar other faces in it, which I can't remember their names, so I'm not even going to try because I can butcher it. And there you go. Henry Fool. Not for everybody. If you're into ear weird artsy stuff, which I think it might be under, depending on the time, you might dig it. Probably something that showed up at Cannes or something. I don't know. But, yeah, we watched it. We'll watch the sequel in a bit. Might just take us a while. Then, because I've been wanting to see this movie and just haven't had time, lo and behold, camping opened up the doors to see Wind River. Jeremy Renner and Kate Olsen. Is it Kate? I believe so. Scarlet Witch. Oh, there you go. Amazing. This isn't what I thought it was going to be. I couldn't even really remember what it was about. And I wanted to see it, one, because of Jeremy Renner. And it looked interesting, if I recall the trailers. But it's been a while, so I, I hold on to stuff and don't watch it. That's just how I am sometimes. But I really loved it. I thought it was a well-done movie, and it was... It was great. It had a lot going for it that I really liked. You know, like FBI agents showing up to look at something and they're not treating the FBI agent like an idiot and, that you know, bumbling. Everybody everybody was strong in this film. Even John Burt, you know, the Punisher was in it too. So, oh, and I can't think of his name, but he's the lead singer for the Headstones. If you haven't checked them out, great band. They're from Canada and I dig them. They're kind of punkish rock. A rock punk. Something like that. The Headstones. Wind River, thumbs up, dig it. It got an 8 out of 10 from me on IMDb. So did Henry Fool. No, Henry Fool didn't get 8. Man from Uncle did. That's next. I don't think I rated Henry Fool. Man from Uncle. One I've been wanting to see for a long time, but then I backburnered it because I heard things about it and just didn't feel like it. Again, I was like, let's give it a shot. This was better than expected. I really loved it. It was well done. I love seeing Hugh Grant in it. Henry Cavill did a great job. Is it Arnie Hammer? Army Hammer? Arnie? You know? I Name is always familiar, but I'd never recall him. He was great. And uh, I can't think of her name. But 
she was uh, Tomb Raider. Alicia, Man from Uncle was great. And I totally forgot Guy Ritchie directed it. And you get his feeling. As soon as I saw his name, I'm like, this this can't be that bad from what people are saying. It's a lot of fun. I really enjoyed it. And it would be cool if there was a sequel, actually. So those are the three movies we watched. I don't think we caught any TV shows. Just because I had some things screwed up. So yeah, we got three movies. I camped before we watched a shit ton. When we did get back from camping, because this was on the list and I wanted to see it. It's a documentary about Darwin, uh, California, population 35. It's on Amazon, and it's a very interesting documentary, and I suggest you check that out too. It kind of goes over the history of Darwin and what's going on there with the people and everything. It's, it's, it's neat, it, and it's the middle of fucking nowhere. I, I'm... I, I think it's two or three hours at least to like the nearest. I think LA is like, it's north of LA, like a hundred and some odd miles. I don't know. But if you look at it on Google Maps, you're like, holy crap, they're in the middle of nowhere. They probably have internet too. No. It's California. Check out property prices there. <laughs> yeah. Darwin, we're checking out. As far as TV shows, we are back on track at home. Survivor's back on, and I'm, I'm sparked again. Sometimes I see the new season coming. I'm like, it doesn't look very interesting, but I'm in. They got me. They're producing it well, so I'll finish this season, too. Glitch. That's a pretty interesting... It's actually done in Australia. Australia. Anyway, so it's on Netflix. It's on its third season. And they're six episodes long, so you can actually get caught up pretty quick. And uh, it's an interesting show. These A few people return from the dead and at different eras into now. So it's, it's an, I don't want to talk too much about it and give anything away. But it's, it's a fun show. We also started up Manhunter again, season two. Um, enjoying it. The acting's great. And I got to Fear the Walking Dead on the back burner waiting. Because, uh, yeah, that's a slow burn. I think watching the two back-to-back is probably better than watching one. <sighs> Take a breath. Hey, let's jump over to music. Because, well, you missed last week. What if you're like, man, I wanted some music. Or you're not, and who knows. But, of course, it's always from Urban69. Again, thanks for letting me talk about your music. Because it falls under stuff that I like. And some, like I said before, doesn't really. But just, I find it interesting what you have to say. So it's really more so not a review, but more feeling, emotion. This album, it's uh, Saliva, Bloodstained Love Story. I believe it's their first album. I'm not sure. I can't remember. I dig Saliva. It's quite a few songs I dig by them. And uh, it's probably been a while since I listened to them. And after seeing Mike post, I, I might you know, go dig out some Saliva and start listening again. But let's dig into the meat of it. See what Urban 69 has to say, whom of which you can follow on Instagram. Link will be in the show notes. I was at my buddy Brian's house one day, sifting through a box of CDs down in his basement, and I found his copy of this in it. I was curious about the band since I'd only ever heard one song by them. So I ripped his disc to MP3 on my laptop, put it on my iPod. I never listened to it through until one day. While playing my iPod on random, the song Ladies and Gentlemen came on. I immediately thought, what the hell is this? It's awesome. 
So I looked at the tiny screen and discovered it was saliva. I don't own very many albums like this and normally don't end up liking every song on the ones I do. This record and Fuel's Sunburn seem to be a couple of exceptions. If Fuel is even under the same classification as these guys. Every song on Saliva's Bloodstained Love Story is great. I once tried listening to their first two albums and other than Click Click Boom, they left me cold. This record is way, way better. More harmonies, more melodies, and fantastic songwriting throughout. I once said this was their best record, and it pissed off some random dude here on Instagram. I still stand behind that statement, so that's all I really need to say about it. Don't believe me? Check it out for yourself. Disc number 1414 in my CD collection is a monster jam from the center to the outer edge and welcome addition to my music library. Thanks, Mike. It's great. For those of you who don't get the center to the outer edge, say hello to vinyl. So it seems like it was their third album. And most definitely Sunburn by Fuel is a great album. That's their debut album. You can also check out Cold. They're a great band too with some similarities. Uh, Year of the Spider is one of their albums. And actually, uh, Steven turned me on to them. He did. Sometimes he turns me on to some great music. Nickelback, but they're being douchebags at the moment. Not all their stuff is good. They can rock, though. Whatever. There's a great... (laughs) Speaking of Nickelback, Bobcat Goldthwaite used to direct some shows of uh, The Tonight Show, Jimmy Kimmel, or something. I can't remember. It was on a podcast I'd heard of. And Chad Kroger had in there, you don't get to film me from the... You don't get a profile view of filming. You can only film me head on. So Bobcat is like, whatever, you know. Okay, cool, gotcha. Um, because I guess he has a honker of a nose when it's profiled. <gasps> Whatever, Chad, you're a rock star, and who cares? So <laughs> I guess there was a point where all of a sudden Bobcat cued the cameras to all profile shoot him, and it was on TV and stuff. It was a pretty funny story. I can't remember what podcast I had heard him on. It could have been Chris Hardwick's. Ah, I just can't. It's it's funny. Bobcat when he's when he's not being you know Goldthwait. He's, he's a very interesting dude. I really dig him. And even while we're still talking media, the new... Oh, <laughs> my, my memory can be shot at times and uh, get lost as to what... It's a weird name of a trailer that I can't even remember anyway. So you can't... It's not fair. Um, Underground six, six underground six. I'm thinking, thinking, trying it. Six underground, directed by Michael Bay, coming to Netflix in December. This thing looks amazing. I, I know a lot of people are like Michael Bay sucks. The dude knows action, and it looks like he scaled it back a little bit to some of his bad boy roots with that cinematography. Which bad boys one? Can I say the word, dude? That blew me. I had no desire to see that movie, and I was more blown away by the cinematography and everything in it. And after a while, I did enjoy the movie because I thought Will Smith and, uh, you know, uh, what's his name? Oh, uh, you know. Oh, Martin Lawrence. Anyway, there is a third Bad Boys coming out. Not directed by Michael Bay. And you can tell that in the trailer. Anyway, Six Underground looks amazing. I, I don't even know what the story is. There's just a lot of explosions and cool, colorful shots and action and everything. Thanks, Netflix. Michael Bay. I appreciate it. Just, man, I had high hopes with you and Transformers, but I guess you didn't. 
even though I kind of enjoy the Transformer movies, just because it's cool seeing big, changey robots on the big screen. And I guess Netflix needs to come out with something to keep people hooked in, because Disney Plus is just over a month from pulling the trigger and releasing that bitch. Mandalorian? Yes. And can we speak burnout on binge-watching? I love The Boys, and I... I don't think I truly binged it because it took two days. It wore me out. <laughs> I, I was pretty surprised. I really, really enjoyed it. And I think I probably would have enjoyed it more if I would have spaced it out better. But I wanted to get it all in while I had a chance and stuff. So I think Disney Plus is going to pull back a little bit on that. So you don't have to binge. I don't. I enjoy catching two, maybe three shows of the same show at a time and then moving on because that way you can absorb it because I find I have trouble absorbing absorption factor factor low so I don't even know where I'm going now we could jump into some tech talk and this is really cool and I found out about it yesterday and I'll have a link in the show notes in case you actually own a pair of the Bose noise reducing sleep buds or noise you get it little headphones you wear when you sleep and all they do is play the bowl the bows sounds that you get to choose you know rain fire waterfall wind they ha even have like an airplane sound like when you're in, you know when you're in the plane it's like that noise white noise i guess you could call it. anyway they came out yesterday i found it on engadget and like i said it'll be in the show notes they are letting you send them back because they've ran into some technical issues with them in charging and feel that they didn't put out a great product. And they've reached out to the masses and said, we will pay you back for them if, if you want to give them back. I enjoyed them for the bit I had them, and then I ran into some charging issues, but I thought it was just me letting them sit too long. And I, I don't think I enjoyed them as much as I thought I would. And they're okay. They are very comfortable to sleep with. They did really good there and a lot of other things. It'd been cool if you could actually use your own sound, but not. But I think it's cool Bose stepped up to the plate and said, hey, we're not happy with this product. We'll give you your money back. So I'm actually going to take them up on that and send it back, get my money back. I'll keep you posted on how that goes if I remember because you know how my memory goes. When your floors get dulled and scuffed, can you bring back the shine just by a light buffing with your dust mop? You can when you use Johnson's Beauty Floor. Unlike other types of liquid wax, Beauty Floor gives your floors the shine with nine lives. That's because Beauty Floor is natural wax with reserve shining power. It stores up future shines that come back again and again with only a light rebuffing without rewaxing. And here's something else. You can damp mop spills and marks and bring the shine right back without rewaxing. In areas that get harder wear, it's easy to give them a touch-up. Beauty Floor blends in perfectly with hand applicator or electric polisher. No telltale streaks to show where you patched. And the minute you finish, it's ready to walk on. Beauty Floor never keeps you waiting. So give your floors the shine with nine lives with Johnson's Beauty Floor. Thanks for stepping up to the plate there, Bose. You'll see a video I dropped in the show notes, if you read the show notes. Do you? I know I ask that a lot. Let me know my hard work's paid off. I know you do, Stephen. Thank you. Because, you know, sometimes you want to go back. But anyway, I came across this uh, on YouTube, 
It was, I believe, on BBC. It was just a short little video, three minutes. These goats climb a dam wall, like dam that holds back water. Uh, think about that. Okay. Which, these things are damn near, I don't know, straight up and down, pretty close to it. But there's salt because of the material they use that comes out of the wall that the goats need to, uh, it's a health thing. If you watch the video, I'll explain it better. But they scale this freaking wall, and it is just amazing what they can do. And I thought that was cool, and I wanted to share it with you. I don't even think any goats were cloned in the making of the video. Speaking of amazing, I forgot to mention I went and saw Rambo, Last Blood. Because if you follow along, there's First Blood, and then there was Rambo, and Rambo, and Rambo, and then Rambo, Last Blood. So, basically, the gist of it is, well, you know, if you've seen Rambo movies, you know the gist of it. <laughs> There's no need to explain it. It's Rambo. And people will die. That's pretty much, you know, how the story goes. Should you go see it at the theater? Huh? I, I had higher expectations for this, even though I knew what I was going in for. And Stallone, still at his age, 73, mind you, is doing quite well. But, yeah, do I think it's the last Rambo? I don't know. Can you ever say that Rambo is done? Can you? You can wait for streaming. Unless you, you know, unless you have Regal Unlimited, then go for it. And speaking of Rambo, how much peroxide do you think he goes through? Because you got to clean those wounds. And then it got me thinking, have you ever heard a commercial for peroxide? I mean, I don't think it needs a commercial, but how would that go? Hi there, folks. This is What The Pat over at the uh, What The Pat podcast. And I wanted to talk to you today about cleaning those cuts and wounds. There's a great product on the market, hydrogen peroxide. It's a topical solution, USP, and it's a great first aid antiseptic, oral debriding agent. It's 3% USP, 3% solution of hydrogen peroxide for treatment of minor cuts and abrasions. You can even use it as a gargle or a rinse. H2O2, inactive ingredient, purified water. Pick up a bottle today. This ad brought to you by... As heard on radio.com. I don't think Windex would do the trick. I don't know. You shouldn't probably squirt Windex on your wound. That's probably a probably a bad idea. I mean, I'm certainly not a doctor, so I can't be given doctor advice. What advice I can give, however, is... Um, crap, I never told you to get your shorts on. You're listening, shorts. That's because... Frickin cold here. I'm actually bundled up, so I might have to switch to your listening hoodie. Ah, what the pat hoodies? That'd be great for all my paticus is, or I am paticus. I don't know. I do know. This is episode 44, and guess what I'm thinking to do. I'm letting you get on with your day. Hopefully you get on with your day while listening to me. And I'm not even going to apologize for not being here. I mean, I am sorry. 
truly. Because, see you, Z. Maybe you were like, damn it, you ruined my week. I didn't get a week of what the past. I didn't get my 30 minutes or 20 minutes. Sorry. I will catch you next week. Enjoy yourself. Have a great week. Thanks again for listening. Check out my website, whatthepat.com. You can find all kinds of information there. But, uh, I mean, voicemail too. Haven't gotten those in a while. <clears throat> Not saying names or anything, Jonathan. It's David. Um, Kevin. But, Dolly. You know, Marissa. Th- there's people out there. And I know this. So, you know, with, I mean, it all really boils down to 